up everybody? This is Jay, aka Brother Soap, welcoming you to British Soap Podcast Later. This is a special edition of Later. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Special. And the worst. It is, it's not the worst. It's the, it's the most wonderful. <laughs> and why? No, not because it's Christmas. It's because it's Christmas in my head because the British Soap Awards are only a few weeks away. They will be airing live on June 3rd in the UK. I'm jealous because I live in the US, which means I'm going to have to f- watch via ways. <laughs> yeah. Either via crappy ways. live stream, but not there in the UK. And I'm, it upsets me. And I'm going to have to keep off the internet because I'm going to want no spoilers. And I'm going to hope my source uploads it quickly so I can get my fix Sunday morning. <laughs> I'll be very yeah. jealous. But anyway. It's my favorite award show. I say fuck all the other award shows. It's the only one I care about. I love it. It makes me happy every year. Except that year the Hollyoaks won and yeah. Ian McKellen presented Hollyoaks the best soap award where they didn't get deserve it. <laughs> yep. Poor and all that is to say this is a very special edition of Later and I am joined on this special edition of Later by the Mrs. Claus to my black Santa. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, Amanda, do you have the Christmas spirit, the Christmas in May spirit right now, baby girl? I do, but one particular reason only, and that is because Rob Ron has no say in it this year. <laughs> Girl, you done already stepped over my question. I was going to say, Aaron and Robert didn't get best on-screen partnership, but now, how does that make you feel? <laughs> I did I did a happy jig there for everybody who wanted to know that. I really did. <laughs> and I would feel bad because I know that our girl Lewis listening to this and I know she mad right now but I know she's not going to be mad long because you know what she's going to be able to say to get on my nerves well at least I, I get to there. go to the British South of Wars with your asses in America <laughs> <laughs> yes we're jealous our girl Lou is going to the British Soap Awards I'm so happy for her and jealous of her and I told her I'm plotting to go next year I needs to go <laughs> I want to be there I want to see everybody so I'm plotting for next year but our girl's gonna be there and we're planning on doing a special post BSA show when she returns from the show and I'm looking forward to it but we are not here for that today we are here to talk about the short list that was announced by the British Soap Awards 2017 only two days ago. Lens and I are doing what we did last year. We are going through the short list and we are going to give our picks for who should win the award. And who had better not walk their ass across that stage? Cuff, cuff, Aaron Lindsay. <laughs> I mean, how many times you go win? Okay. <laughs> At a certain point, stop nominating yourself. Stop. Be Oprah. <laughs> Oprah ain't nominate us every goddamn time. <laughs> he young. I'm gonna let Danny Miller slide, and I like him. <laughs> but shit, that's enough, bro. Lacey Turner too. Goddamn, you want enough? Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> shit. 
we are going to start with the nominees for Best Newcomer, which last year was won by the divine Bonnie Langford, who plays Carmel on EastEnders. The nominees for Best Newcomer are, for Coronation Street, Rob Mallard, Daniel Osborne. For EastEnders, Zach Morris. I cannot get over this brother's name. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan Baker, who I want to star in a Saved by the Bell remake just because of his name. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, child. Sally Dexter. <laughs> Emmerdale's, uh, Emmerdale's Sally Dexter. Faith Dingle. Adam, uh, Chaz's trifling ass father. And Holly Oaks, the cutie who lost his love to goddamn soon. Duncan James, who plays Ryan to the Knights. Miss <gasps> Lindsay, who is your pick? I'm going to let you pick. I'm going to let you pick if you want to do who should win who or who better not walk all across the stage first. And I will take your lead. Give us what you got for best newcomer. Who should win is, I, I, I hate to say this because, you know... I've only watched like wee little bits of Hollyoaks, but I did see his reaction after Amy got murdered. I love Ryan. He was. Good. I want him to win so hard. He was good. Yeah, he was very good. I enjoyed. At first, I didn't like him very much because he seemed like a bit of a douche, like most of the cops do when they first show up the dude cops who come in and think they're high and mighty and everything and that's kind of what he came off as as first and then Amy came back and I'm like oh no way fiance what the (laughs) you know (laughs) but it's just like yes Ryan Knight is my choice for best newcomer this year I think think he's wonderful I think he is a wonderful human he beats the other three out without fail well I went a different direction I picked someone else that I thought was great the moment I first saw him walk into home farm looking at Lawrence like a juicy steak and him looking like somebody who hadn't eaten in 69 years he's like, except for the fact that he's not on the list Except for the fact that he is. He's Rob Mallard. He's Daniel Osborne on Coronation Street. Oh, yes. yes. You remember. I forgot about that. Yes. I don't know how you forgot he was hot. He walked up in the home farm and he was just like, hey, daddy, do you need a ranch hand? Because I got some hands. Fuck you. Who is this? <laughs> he is Rob Mallard. He is Daniel Osborne. And he has been kicking ass on Coronation Street. Uh, you know, the way that he played um, the pain of having to deal with um, oh God, who's that little cutie that he's with on Coronation Street? Uh, Sinead. Sinead. Dealing with her having that abortion after thinking that she lost the baby. Uh, brother, brother was just kicking ass, and I, I love that. I even like his little uh, prissy scraps with uh, with Chesney. <laughs> but I think he's <laughs> I think he's great. I think he's one to watch. And when I saw this list, I was like, oh, hell yeah. If you could walk onto one show, you know, and basically immediately have 
be in love with you because you are hitting on the grown ass gay <laughs> trying to be the uh, the son to his daddy <laughs> and then you come yeah. to Coronation <laughs> Street and immediately pretty much break up my favorite couple because I love Sinead and Chesley but you're so damn yeah. charming I'm still with you like that's power you kick ass you the man so yes I had I kind of give... I kind of shipped them like immediately yeah. after they came into each other's orbit they Agreed. had that chemistry of wool right there Agreed. yeah and I, <laughs> I read an article with the actor where because um, he came out a couple months ago uh, publicly and he was saying you know he was kind of concerned that you know he would be able to play straight believably I'm like nah bro you cool you're doing a great job so fuck around I'm so happy with him so yes he's my pick I went with Rob Ballard, although I love Brian Knight, but yeah, Daniel, I have loved him on two shows and now I had to go with my boy. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes. All right, so who would you pick? Who you who do you say better not walk their ass across that stage, boo? Uh, I haven't seen enough of Keegan Baker to care about who he is. So I'm gonna just throw him out right now because I have no say, but I really kind of have this really extreme dislike toward Faith Dingle. So I hope she doesn't win. <laughs> Baby, if Keegan was not on this list, Faith would be my pick too, but I have seen that trifling Negro <laughs> and he is on my nerves. He, His character is like, uh, you know, black folks their parents a lot of times teach them to act in a respectable manner because, you know, we're living in a time where you do the wrong thing, you shot, you dead, and your family does not have you anymore, right? So what yeah. EastEnders does with Keegan is, like, all of the negative stereotypes of black people, like, that's him. Like, he's an asshole, oh, no. he's mean, he's disrespectful, he's hateful, he's up here, like, videotaping people. I think in that damn bus crash, he was, like, videotaping people that were laying their hurts instead of offering to help them. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Denise is the main one who keeps checking him, like, because he keeps doing stupid shit around Denise, and every time she tries to correct his ass, he acts like a little brat. You know who he reminds me of? He's like, you remember when they recast Jordan and brought him back? Oh, yeah. And he was uh, immediately, like, ridiculously annoying at first? Yep. Well, that's Keegan, except minus anything redeeming. So oh. I was like, sure, I know you ain't on this list. Bye. <laughs> so yeah, I couldn't with Keegan. But I do think it's hilarious. I think this is one of the first times we have covered all four, like our picks have covered all four of these people. <laughs> so we both got different picks for best, both got different picks for worst, and we all got justifiable reasons. But I'm with you on Faith. She would get on my nerves because she, I can't stand her. She's on my nerves. But Keegan and and the black thing and the annoying kid thing and being disrespectful to Queen Denise, I'm just like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so yeah, he better. I would be so I would be pissed if he wins that award. If Sally wins that award over uh, Duncan or Rob, I will be pissed. <laughs> I'm not gonna be happy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go to Best Young Performance, the award where the winner last year made me happy because that goddamn Amelia stole it from her in 2015 as she came back and she snatched her award back the next year. 2016's winner was Ruby O'Donnell, who played 
who plays Perry on the Hollyoaks. But this year for Best Young Performance, we've got Up for Coronation Street, El Mulvaney, who plays Amy Barlow. On EastEnders, we've got Blue Landau, who plays uh, Dennis Rickman. On Emmerdale, we've got Isabel Steele, who plays Liv Flaherty. <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. Flaherty. I think it's Flaherty. <laughs> well, Louise has that for her Twitter, so she needs to be on here to say this correctly for me. <laughs> and then for how else, we've got Ella May. Now, this last name, I'm not sure. I'm like, is it Demrican? Demurkin? Demurkin? Demurkin. I don't know, Demurkin. baby. But you're fabulous. <laughs> Ella May, who plays Leah on the Holly Oaks. Uh, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to do, let's do Who Better Not Walk Their Ass Across That Stage. Sorry, Danny Recast. No, sir. Look, you up against three ladies who brought it this year. Amy's handling business on Corey. Emmerdale, Liv is handling business. And Leah is the queen of Holly Oaks. Of those three, yep. I was just like, I, I love Blue. You the weakest link, bruh. <laughs> Sorry about it. It's, it's the Leah for the ladies on this one. So I was like, uh-uh, Blue. You better not walk your ass across that stage. <laughs> what you about know you, what? baby? I'm the exact same way the recast for Denny is just ridiculous. I was just like, nope. Everybody else smashed it. I had a hard time picking between the other three, but I picked Leah for the one I want to win. Of so. course. <laughs> yep, we are in total agreement. Baby girl, she, that girl has been a joy since day one. She keeps talking shit to stay in love. Love it. And just, it's great, you know, watching her grow older like Robin on uh, like Robin on General Hospital, like Tom on Hollyoaks. Like it's Tom on Hollyoaks. Yeah, it's just great seeing her grow up and be all sassy and salty and still as fabulous as the first day we met her. So, yes, best young performers. Yep, I'm with you. Full agreement. Ella May, that show us, baby. You better get it. And I'm going to be mad if anybody else snatch it from me. Well, yeah. Well, you mad. see, the other two girls are pretty yeah, high up there, too. Yeah. But they're not her. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yes. Totally agreed. She knows how to pull stuff. She knows how to pull like the the strings of everybody. It's like, oh. She's, she's, so I'm not allowed to see my dad? Well, too bad. And she sneaks out. She goes to see Steve. Hmm. Actually, I don't think she's ever done that. But I bet Nia, if, you she know. Would. Stuff like that happened. She so totally was. <laughs> now she's sassy and she cute, and she has been known to play Amy and Steve against each other. The girl is not dumb. She's smart, yeah. and the actors, you know, there are not a lot of young actors who are able to do the range that she does. She could be cute. She could be funny. She could be serious, and and you can feel all of her her pain. And even even when she's being a brat, she's being the brattiest bratty brat. She's still cute. That deserves an award because everybody can't do bratty and still be cute. <laughs> yep. So, yes. LMA all day or a day. <laughs> yes. All right. Best on screen partnership. An award last year I did not think deserved to go to Sally and Tim. This year I get it. They're fabulous. I love them. They can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. So yes. Yeah. So best on screen partnership. The uh, slot that Rob Ron was. Denied. <laughs> 27, <laughs> so 27 uh, the 2017 nominees are from the Holly Oaks, 
Cassius Nelson and Richard Lennel, who played Jade and Alfie. From the Emmerdale, Charlotte Bellamy and John Middleton, who play Ashley and Laurel. <laughs> From the East Enders, Lacey Turner and my pick last year for Best Actor, James By, uh, Stacey and Martin. Well, my first pick for uh, Best Actor before Mr. Eyebrows, who is no longer on Hollyoaks, which I know has me. <laughs> Mr. Theastic yes. eyebrows live yeah. on the show no more. No, I'm not happy with that at all. <laughs> I am. So anyway, uh, Lacey and James by Stacey and Martin Eastenders and Coronation Street, Malcolm, Malcolm Hebden and Patty Claire, Norris and Mary. So I'm going to throw it to you on this one, darling. What you got for best on-screen partnership? You see, I had trouble with this one, too, because, believe it or not, Norris and Mary had some really good scenes this year. And while I hate both of the characters with a passion in my heart, they both had that, you know, they had really good stuff this last year. So it was between them and Jade and Elfie. And I picked Norris and Mary. Ashley and Laurel are the worst. Thank you. And okay. if they walk across that stage, I'm done. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> we are in alignment. <laughs> I am going to clown if John Middleton walks his homeless ass daddy, uh, daddy, domestic abusing his daddy, flipping hamburgers, demented ass up on that stage. No, I don't give a fuck that he's old. I don't give a fuck he got dementia. He beat his daddy's ass. Emberdale did nothing to redeem him but put him in a goddamn burger shop he got fired from and made him homeless. He's trash. He bring it down Cher- Charlotte Bellamy. I'm like, why y'all y'all even partner these two of this damn shit? The worst. Better not walk his ass up on that stage. I can't with him. I'll caveat now. <laughs> but yes, Charlotte and John, I totally agree. Better not walk their ass up on that stage. Um, I had to pick uh, Jaden Alfie for my number one. Those kids did a fantastic job. They really did. That's why I had problems picking between them. It was just like, I hate Mary and and, and Norris with everything in my soul. But they had some good story this year. And it was... And it was really good. Yes. Kate Oates in that show is taking characters that we hate and giving them stories that we can appreciate them for. And that's the power of that woman. She she is excellent at it. And I have to totally agree with you. Norris and Mary have been great. But for me, my heart and soul were in Jade and Alfie. I feel like those are two of the best finds that Hollyoaks had. I wanted them paired almost immediately, you know, when both were separately introduced on the canvas. They clicked, and they were perfect together, and I really thought the money shot was going to be that Jade was the daughter of Joanne and Lewis. And so she and, you know, she could be on the show long-term with those two as the parents, which would mess up the love days. But no, that was too much like common sense. So you sent us had to kill out. I'm just like... Whatever. Hollyoaks had to kill her off. Well, not East They both trash. Well, not ain't. East Enders is more trash, literally, with them fucking bins <laughs> these days. <laughs> but yes, I'm mad at Hollyoaks for killing her off, but these babies deserve shine. They did a fabulous job, and I will not be upset if they uh, win because I think they deserve it. So, yeah, I'm with you. Norris and Mary, excellent as well. 
And I love Stacy and Martin. This was not their year. Last year, year before, yes. This year, now. And <laughs> now. No. no. And now. <laughs> Shuts. Still sexy as hell, though. Yes, he is, baby. <laughs> Shoot. All right. Best comedy performance last year. Again, last year, I was not feeling Mary. This year, I love her. She's fabulous. So I will say happily this year that was uh, won by Patty Clara's Mary on Coronation Street. Uh, this year, up for comedy performance were on uh, Emmerdale, Dominic Brunts, our beloved Patty Kirk, on <laughs> Hollyoaks, Nicole Barber Lane, Miss Myra McQueen, on Coronation Street, Dolly Rose Campbell, who plays Gemma Winter, and on <laughs> EastEnders, Tamika Empson, who plays Kim Fox Hubbard. Okay, I'm gonna take this one first. Now, I'm gonna say I picked this baby for the worst, but not because she was the worst. Like, this was, like, I think this one was my second hardest category. Mine too. Because mine was too. Oh my God, all of these people are fabulous. And now, my pick, I'll just say, is Coronation Street's Dolly Rose Campbell. She's my pick for Better Not Walk Her Ass Up on that stage. Not because she's not hilarious, it's just because she kind of, her tenure <laughs> is, is the, the least, and I found her annoying until Kate Oakley She was very her. annoying, yeah, she was very annoying until yes. about August. Exactly. <laughs> so once Kate Oates started with her, she, like, over time, and it's taken me months to even warm up to her after Kate started, I'm like, okay, I like her, and you know, I like the little scenarios they put her in. But I still feel like, mm-mm, don't, 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 not yet, baby. Maybe next year, but this year, no, ma'am. Um, EastEnders and Emmerdale's pick, Tamika and Dominic. Look, I love both of those babies. Tamika is my queen from Beautiful Thing. Dominic is funny as hell with Patty. But I feel like they've been more serious. Like, you know, Kim's story has mostly been being anti-Denise uh, having this abortion. Uh, or getting rid of her baby, or adopting a baby out, uh, excuse me. Um, and so she's had her little comedy bits, but she's been more serious. And Patty's kind of been dealing with the fallout of his affair and the end of his marriage. And I don't think he's been all that funny with that. Myra hasn't been all that funny this year either. I don't know. I feel like Myra has. <laughs> so that's why she about I mean, she's had her moments, <laughs> but then she broke up with her very long-named boyfriend. But that's the thing. That and was funny. See, with, with Dominic, with, with Patty broke figured up with out when Patty broke up with Rona, there was the death of a woman that was cheated on. There was, you know, the abusive ex coming on the scene and all that. But Mara and Diego have been like cuteness and light the whole time. Like their whole relationship has been kind of funny. And then then Hollyoaks throws in this mess and making Diego into uh, Ali Gorman by bringing in all these women when, you know, it, Myra and Diego finally getting their happiness. Now all of a sudden, you know, here come all these women of alley talking about, you defrauded me, you need to go to jail. And Myra still kind of held her own, you know, with all that. So I feel like of everybody, you know, Myra has been like the most, you know, funny, storyline-wise, excellent comic, hasn't been annoying, and I just I just love it. So, yeah, I had to represent for Hollis on that one. I was like, Nicole Barber Lane, 
this your year, baby. <laughs> you see, because I was, I was kind of thinking the same route, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I was almost going to pick Patty for it because, you know, he's Patty. And whenever he's with uh, Marla and he's comedy gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, you know what? That doesn't really work right now right. because he's going through a bunch of sadness and ew. Right. So he's not really funny right now. And I haven't seen enough EastEnders the past six months to really care about Kim. <laughs> you ain't missing much, babe. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, as of right now, I love Gemma because not only is she like the comic relief sort of deal that the show really, really needs, but she's also like somebody who will flat out say exactly what she means yes. and other people will listen to her yes. when she says it. You know, she's like the moral compass of the show, but not really the moral compass of the show. She kind of just throws out a suggestion and people follow it. <laughs> like her friendship with uh, Chesney, I think it's fabulous. Like she's pissed off at Sinead and all her fuckery with uh with Daniel, you know, she's just like, who does she think she is to be treating you like this? And then Sinead's walking up in the shop, and she's like, let me tell you something about how you treat Chesty and Chesty like chill, girl. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 like his best friend. It's she's great. like, almost, she's almost like, I could see those two get together, and it could work. Yeah, I could see it. I see a wee little bit of a chemistry there. I see a wee little bit of a chemistry there. Not like a huge one just yet, yeah. but I see... I see something there that could develop as time goes on. And I think Rita would appreciate it, too, because redheads unite, you know. (laughs) It is is very uh, Kirk and Beth. And I'm feeling it. I think that would be perfect. So, yes. But I was like, if she walks across the stage, I won't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. But at the same time, Nicole Barberling deserves it hands down. She's been nominated for this so many times and I don't think she's ever won it <laughs> and she's, she would definitely deserve it if it were the case but I'd be more irritated if one of the other two got it considering their serious and or boring ass storylines that they're having right now I agree yes. so did you pick uh, Nicole or did you pick Dolly for your opinion I picked worst is Dolly mm-hmm. best is Nicole same already, as you already agreement okay cool well, we will move on to villain of the year last year won by king conniff mcintyre who plays pat on coronation to the street he is back up again for the award along with uh jillian kearney my queen emma barton on emmerdale uh, Persephone Swells Dawson, Nico Blake <laughs> on the Hobby. <laughs> you are such a mess. And uh, EastEnders, Jake Wood. <laughs> My <laughs> love, brother. Just like, what? He just came back and somehow he's a villain? What? Babe, I can't. <laughs> I'll let you take this one first. Who were your picks for Walk Across the Stage and Shouldn't, shouldn't Even Bother, baby? <laughs> Walk, Pat. Not Nico. Boom, same. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Emma's Emma's too crazy and 
Jake is just a conniving little douche. He's not a villain. I'm sorry. I'm not. Bi- it's like last year when you. I listened to the show last year when you and I uh, went back and forth about uh, Vincent's mom being in this category. It's like, you know, I was justifying how she kind of had her evil ways towards the end. But it's like, Easter just keeps putting non-villains up. Like, they're having a hard time finding a villain since, uh, well, I was going to say since Janine, but you had that rapist Dino on here, you know, for a minute. But I'm like, you know, the people the East has been putting up the past couple of years, it's just like, no, nah, you ain't no villain. What you talking? <laughs> just check. So, yes, we are in agreement. No, no need for discussion. Nika, goodbye. Pat King, get it again, sir. <laughs> and he's active on Twitter. I like him. He needs to get it because he's a cool actor, active on Twitter, and he's handling business on that damn show. I want him to get it. <laughs> Shuts. All right. Best Male Dramatic Performance. Uh, last year, won by uh, Danny Miller for going... <coughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm in here? I was sexually abused. Turn that camera off. <laughs> uh, oh, Ooh, I'm still mad at them for writing that story for that boy, but I ain't mad at him getting over <laughs> This year, we have a new batch of men Kinda up for the award uh, for best male dramatic performance. We have Halia Stehe, uh, Kieran Richardson, who plays Stehe, uh, Coronation Street, another strange choice. Simon Gregson, <laughs> who plays Steve McDonald, and is usually a comedy performance, but okay. <laughs> EastEnders Steve McFadden, the always kick-ass Phil Mitchell. Phil Mitchell. And, yeah, of course. <laughs> and Emmerdale, John Middleton, Ashley Thomas. Uh, easy. Ashley better not walk his ass across that stage. John Middleton says it out. He beat his dad's ass. No. Phil Mitchell all day, every day. He is the best of all of these dudes. Period. And nobody else. Yep. Same. Exactly same. Yes. Yep. Completely. All right, man. Well, we'll move right along. Best female dramatic performance last year won by uh, Lacey Turner, Stacy from EastEnders. Um, This year, she's not up again. Uh, This year for EastEnders, we've got Queen Diane Parrish, who plays Denise Fox. Uh, For Emmerdale, we've got Charlotte Bellamy, who plays Laurel Thomas. For Hollyoaks, we've got Nadine Mulcairin, who's Cleo McQueen. And for Coronation Street, we've got Kim Marsh, who is Michelle O'Connor. Who were your picks for best and worst on the list, darling? I kind of had a tough time with this one, too. I took Denise out because, like I said, haven't been watching EastEnders enough to care about what's been happening with her. So, <laughs> But... I chose Kim Marsh for walking, and I chose Laurel for not walking across the stage. Because mm. of Ashley. It was because of Ashley. Yeah. That's a damn shame. It's like the Trump effect with Ashley. <laughs> oh, this. Well, don't worry. Pretty soon it'll be gone, Hang and then on. Laurel will find somebody else <laughs> yes, to be with, God. and we can be happy again. Yes, God. I loved her, and... Um, 
Marlon so much, but I like Marlon with Bitchy McCallyokes, and so I don't want them. I do too. I think they're so cute. <laughs> they are really cute. I said I was going to stop calling her Bitchy McCallyokes. I remember her name when I see her, then I forget. What's that baby's name? It's Gemma. It's Gemma Atkinson. What's her uh, her uh, character name? Something oh, like I don't know. I know. I know her actor's name is Gemma Atkinson. Uh, I think. I know her. I want to remember it without looking at it. I know what it is. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, Carly. <laughs> I remember. Yes. It's Carly. She's fabulous. With Carly. Carly is Carly's awesome. Yes. She should be on this list somewhere. Yes, I love her. She's been playing it great. She's good with Marlon. Good with Lil Amelia. I love her. She's great. Yes. Uh, for me, uh, I agree with your pick for Kim Marsh because she has been fabulous in the story with, uh, you know, her husband cheating and dealing with all that. But I chose her for my best actress pick in the British Soap Awards, and uh, my best actress pick for the long list was Diane Parrish for Denise Fox. She wasn't nowhere else on this list, so I had to give it to Sister Girl. She has been fabulous on uh, EastEnders, pretty much on EastEnders. All I've been doing is watching Denise's story, Ben's story, and a little bit of the Preston Michelle stuff, because I think Preston is hot. But but anyway... (laughs) Diane Pierce has been killing it. Um, you know, she's been in, you know, her main story has been uh, dealing with you know, being pregnant with a child that she does not want and adopting the child out. Uh, she's been facing a lot of resistance from Tamika Empson's uh, Kim on this. And, um, you know, just the struggle she's had with that um, has been fabulous. And, and, and she, her and Kim have been giving me some of the, the strongest scenes I've seen between black actors in a long time. So just, she's just McKinley. I love it, you know. And she took me from, you know, hating her decision to give up her child to understanding, not accepting, but I understand. And so that, that takes skill. So I had mm-hmm. to give it up to my, my Diane Parrish. Um, Cleo, love the little actress who plays her. I think she's cute as a button, but I don't want her to walk on the, across the stage for the same reason I didn't want Dolly to walk on the stage. A little bit more time, baby. You know, and, and I you see, no, it's not even it's not even that mm. her dramatic scenes and stuff were all about Pete mm-hmm. and her sister dying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Pete's a pedophile yeah. and uh, cute little leaner kind of deserved what she got. <laughs> so I wasn't sad for, you know, her, but I, I kind of just picked Laurel because of the Ashley effect, man. Yep, I she's only, she's only, she's only sad because Ashley's making her sad. <laughs> and if I'm honest, Cleo couldn't get it because of the Pete effect. I mean, I, I hated her and the story with him. And I think most of that was the year before, but I mean, the stench of him is still on her. So I'm just like, sorry, boo. Because <laughs> she, was, she was like texting him and stuff right, right before Cameron left. Right. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, dude, you're yeah. still, you're still, no, you just stop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I was officially, when I saw that name, I was just like, as much as, you know, it was kind of a half and half situation. I'd rather see Coronation Street or East Enders walk up because they actually are doing, you know, semi good stories. And then you have the pedo and the white or, or and the father beater, there's wives and stepchildren below. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> totally understand. All right. So, Best actor uh, last year that went to uh, Danny Miller 
is up for the award again this year. Uh, his and other he's not Emmerdale, my <laughs> baby. His other Emmerdale <laughs> counterpoint is John Middleton, Ashley Thomas, also King Warren Fox from the Holly Oaks. Holly Oaks has two up. I was two through. Holly Oaks has two up. Jamie Lomas, Warren Fox, and Gregory Finnegan, James Nightingale. Coronation Street has uh, Jack P. Shepard. Our normal. Our normal. And East Enders has crickets. <laughs> East Enders has crickets in the best actor category. I'm through. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so anyway, crickets. Ashley, Aaron, Warren, James, or David Platt. Uh, I'm consistent. John Middleton better not walk his ass across that <laughs> stage. Hell to the now. Uh, Danny Miller, love you, bro. You won last year, sit your ass down. Uh, I thought about giving the award to Jamie Lomas or Jack P. Shepard, but... My pick for best actor when I did the long list. You are not. Oh. No. Oh, are you ready for me? Is that for me? <laughs> My acting pick when I did the long list was Gregory Finnegan's James Nightingale. And I decided oh. to stand by that. Because I think, you know, as much as he sometimes annoys me because he's talking shit to Scott, which is like the worst thing you could do, because <laughs> that's my favorite. That guy is an excellent actor. I mean, he held his own against Linda Goddamn Gray. <laughs> okay? If you can hold your own against Linda Gray, you a boss. And I love kind of, you know, how he you know, navigated his relationship with John Paul. You know, not being a man that's used to being in a relationship at all. And kind of, you know, warming to the idea of having... John Paul in his life, his children in his life. I mean, I just I think that's a real, real struggle. He plays that really well, and he also plays real well his anger at his trifling ass dad who beat his beat him up a lot when he was a kid. And I love the relationship he has with him and between him and his mom. See, what I see between James and Marnie is what I want to see between Finn and Emma. A dude who, even mm. though he, he, he criticizes her every now and then, he be helping his, his mom out with her schemes, and I love it. I think that's fantastic. So, for me, Gregor Finnegan, up and comer, I think best actor 2016, 2017, I'm here for it. I love him. <laughs> I'm not bad. And I'm giving him that award, even though he's been talking shit about my goddamn great Scott and pissing me off. But I, everything else, I love. And I also loved how he got John Paul's bitch ass after he cheated. He had like, uh-huh, I just drove that car off the cliff with Steve in the trunk, bitch. What? Loved it. <laughs> He's so fabulous. I love him. So, yes, that was my pick. Yes. What about you? Who were your picks for yes and don't you walk your ass across that stage? I kind of had two for yes and one for no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I bet you you can guess what the no is. Um... <laughs> I can guess the yes, too. I know Warren Fox better be one of them yeses. Warren Fox is one of them yeses. <laughs> and so is David Platt. All right. <laughs> I, I, I am obsessed with David and his storyline this past year with Kylie and everything. And, you know, like going into the Kate stuff and everything was just flipping amazing and Warren's re-entrance and bringing his son back and and 
the storyline with him, Sienna, and his son there, Foxy, er, Scottish Foxy, and, you know, (laughs) I'm just like, oh my god. (laughs) Such good stuff happening, and, you know, it's just like, I kind of want to see what happens onwards, but yeah, Ashley, if he wants to cast that stage, I'm going to be kicking him in the balls for the TV. <laughs> and I won't stop you. <laughs> yes. Uh, you and I are going to need to talk about this whole Warren killing Bart thing because I have problems, but we can talk about that off off the line. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. I haven't gotten quite that far yet, but I heard about it, and I'm not thrilled. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not thrilled about the killing of the Bart. It is. It is for not amusing. killing his sister. Yes, it is not amusing at all. <laughs> Shucks. All right. He should have killed his son too, if that were the case. Hello. Because he was the one who gave her the drugs yes. in the first. Which he not didn't. Bart. Which he didn't find out. Which is why Bart got killed. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yes, mess, baby, but we'll get there. <laughs> Best actress last year went to Lacey Turner's Stacy on EastEnders. She is back representing EastEnders uh, for the award. Um, also up for the award was my pick for Best Actress, Coronation Street's Kim Marsh, as I said a little bit earlier, uh, Michelle yep. Connor. Uh, others up for the award were Anna Passley, Sienna Blake, Charlotte Bellarmy, Laurel Thomas for Emmerdale, and Coronation Street's Lucy Fallon, Bethany Platt. And baby, I'm going to let you get this one. I said my pick for best. I actually, I couldn't. This was too hard. This was the other one that was just so goddamn hard for me. Um, I couldn't pick somebody who better not walk across that stage because I want them all. Thinking about it, if I use the logic that I used with earlier categories, I might say Lucy Bethany. Fallon. Mm-hmm. But I, I did. That was, that was exactly what I did. I was like, she hasn't been on long enough to get a best actress category yet. Mm-hmm. So I picked her for no and Kim Marsh for walking across. Sienna was very close, mm-hmm. and Laurel's, we, we kind of skipped over that. And like I said, I haven't watched enough EastEnders to actually care. So, yeah. But yeah, it's basically the same. If somebody weren't to go across that stage, and I probably would be mad about it if she didn't, or but be happy if she did, it would be the little thing that plays Bethany because she is really good and her storyline she has right now even though the dude's going to be leaving pretty soon is (laughs) really really good yes I agree alright last couple categories alright let's go with scene of the year last year won by Val's death (laughs) still sad about it that is so weird yeah. I'm still sad about it. Now, here, by the time I was taking notes here, I was angry. <laughs> I think it took me like two hours to write up all these notes. So the, this, these are not the official titles of these scenes, but this is what the fuck I wrote. So up for scene of the year are Coronation Street, Michelle's goodbye to Rory, R O R Y, not R U A I R R I I I. O-A-I, no, R-O-R-Y, <laughs> EastEnders, Ron, Ronnie and Roxy, death by fucking swimming pool. That's a scene of the year. Okay. Uh-uh. It is, girl, stupid. Oh, no. Emmerdale, the 3,000 car crash. 
to be fair, that was pretty cool. I mean, come on, but, baby. Uh, I, I think I said to you on this program, to you or Lou, if that is not up for... Actually, no, I don't think it was that one. Yo, yeah, actually, I don't think it was that yeah, one. I think it, was. It was, I think it was the Coronation Street, uh, the lifting up of the car and the flipping of the car. That's the one I wanted to see on here. That's the one I was yeah. talking about. But anyway, the 3,000 car crash was great. And then Holly Oaks, Jade killed off for no damn reason. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who was your pick for? Which was your pick for scene of the year, baby? And uh, they better not be. Eastenders, no. Hollyoaks, yes. Okay. You you picked Jade killed off for no damn reason. Yes, because they killed Jade for no reason, and Elfie was left all alone, and it was sad, and it was depressing, and they had a little angel dream sequence thingy, even though Michelle's crying, and uh, that that kind of what turned me off to it, mm-hmm. to be honest, because for, like... Two weeks, it was nothing but blubber face Michelle. And while she did an amazing job in those scenes, she is not a good crier. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Well, I didn't give it to her either um, or uh, Jade because for the same reason I couldn't award Val's death last year, I wasn't about to reward them killing off my queen, Jade. I'm just now. Um, EastEnders, uh, Ronnie, EastEnders better not walk off that, across that stage for killing off Ronnie and Rocks like that. That was some utter bullshit. But that 3,000 car crash was some of the best stunt yep. stuff I have ever seen on a soap in my that's, entire that's life. That's actually true. It was a really, it was a really fine line. I, I almost put it in for the motorcycle that flew over Ashley's head. Man. <laughs> And he's just looking like, what is that? Is that that's a funny looking bird? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that one is Emmerdale's to lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. To be to be completely honest, I do too. But I kind of only picked that because I haven't really picked much other Hollyoaks things. So it's just like, hey, that was actually quite well done, you know. Well, everything else except, you know, the death at the pool, that was something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Everything else was actually really good, and it was really hard for me to pick one scene. <laughs> Completely understand. All right, we'll do the best single episode. Um, this year, I forgot to do my disclaimer that we're not talking about doctors, but people who listen to the show should know at this point, we ain't talking about doctors, but they won best single episode last year, <laughs> and I was mad about it. <laughs> this year, up for the nomination are uh, Kylie Steph on Coronation Street, Ali on the Edge for EastEnders, Ashley's Point of View for Emmerdale, and What is Consent? The uh, That was a rape story between... Um, LA and new dude who I don't I fast forward past all the scenes so I don't give a fuck uh, Holly Oaks <laughs> so uh, who was your pick for the uh, best and better not walk across stage Lee no I I could honestly care less about Lee's storyline throughout the entire that I understand that he's an angry human and all but he was acting angry far too badly. So I said no to EastEnders and yes to uh, I was kind of debating between Hollyoaks and Coronation Street again because I saw both of those 
and Kylie's death happened right before the Kato stuff, and it gave David better stuff, so that's why I picked Coronation Street over Hollyoaks for that one. So. Completely understand. Um, I missed uh, Hollyoaks and Coronation Street's bits there. I wasn't watching that, so I, I ruled those two out. Um, Lee, I didn't... I, this was another one where I didn't pick the worst. Um, you know, Lee on the Edge was not my pick, but I feel like the guy who played Lee did a great job, even though all of a sudden he was given crappy material when he'd been given so much good stuff under Dom Treadwell, you know. But um, mm-hmm. because of Lou... I saw the Ashley's point of view episode where he was kind of he was kind of walking around and seeing the world as he uh, does as a person uh, who undergoes uh, or who has dementia. Like the faces that he was seeing, they were characters. There were people he knew, but their faces looked completely different to him, so he couldn't tell who they were. I mean, it was just I've never seen anything like it before, and it was really well done. So um, yes, but um, yeah, that was it. So yes, I gave love to Ashley on that one. Ashley's point of view. Just what. Exactly. And I ain't no more because he's dead and gone, and I'm grateful. <laughs> he oh, can't abuse nobody now? while he's dead. He's officially, got, he's he's officially done. dead now? He's done, though. They killed him off like two weeks back. So oh. Mm-hmm. He's out of there. <laughs> yes, God. All right. Last two categories. All right. Uh, this is another one where I, my notes, I was just over it, and so I was just wrote whatever the fuck was on my mind. But best storyline, last year the winner went to Stacy's Cray on EastEnders. <laughs> this year, uh, up yep. for the nomination for EastEnders was Lee and that fucking crazy Carlson of bullshit. <laughs> whatever. Okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> Lee's mental health, I think, was what the uh, what what it says. <laughs> what it says. Yes. So uh, Lee in that fucking uh, crazy call center bullshit. The translation is Lee's mental health. That's what it says for Eastenders. Uh, okay. Emmerdale, I said Ashley's a Dementor. What, <laughs> what the uh, British Soap Awards website says is Ashley's dementia. <laughs> yes, I figured as much. She just kind of put some letters around. All right, carry on. For Hollyoaks, I put Jade's sad face. Uh, it's Jade's cancer. <laughs> That's the story for yeah. that one. And then for uh, e- uh, Coronation Street, I put the worst possible reboot of May to December. Do you did you ever see the show May to December? No. Okay. It's we saw it on PBS. It's a British series where it's basically an older guy with a, a woman who is way younger than him. <laughs> so, oh. You know, so yeah. You know, this is about the grooming of Bethany. <laughs> That's okay. That I get it. I yes. get it. Yep. All We're good. Right. So, who was your pick for uh, Ben? I walked the ass across that stage. I had I had troubles because you know I know he's dead now, but the storyline itself was actually played out really well. So I can't really throw out Ashley's dementia and and say I can't have that walk across the stage because he could potentially win with that storyline. It was actually really well played out before Hollyoaks dude came in and ruined it. Um, <laughs> Then you have Jade's cancer, which was done well all the way across the board, which was really hard. So I picked that one for 
I picked that one for no, to be completely honest with you, because I don't want to see a little girl walk across the stage saying, oh, thank you for giving me the best story alone about having cancer. (laughs) So I picked Bethany's grooming is probably my favorite storyline that actually, you know, has some sort of, you know, uh, follow through that can still happen that goes on for that could have serious consequences after the dude leaves too. So it could just keep going and going. And while Jade's cancer just stops because, you know, she's dead. There's not much more you could do with a dead person while Bethany is just sitting there being groomed by an old guy. Hmm. It's just like, you know what? I could actually see this winning, but it's probably going to be Ashley. But, you know, I picked Jade for no and Bethany for yes. Okay. Well, I consistently picked Ashley for no (laughs) and Jade for (laughs) yes. (laughs) Because I just thought, uh, you know, Cassius and um, what's brother? That little Richard boy. That little Richard boy. Is it Richard? (laughs) Richard Lindell, I think his name is. Yes, Cassius and Richard. They just, they have been breaths of fresh fresh air on that show, and they were great in that storyline. So I'd really love to see them miss it, just so Holly else could realize y'all made a mistake letting that girl go. (laughs) Because it was ridiculous. Just completely ridiculous. All right. Yeah. Last up, Best British. You already know my choices. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not sure about this because. I'll, I'll I'll hear what you say that I give my answer because I, I wanna I wanna hear your picks in a minute. But uh, yes, last year this was won by Emmerdale. Uh, y'all know <laughs> the soaps, which which are up for the award. Who was your pick? Let's do worst first. Who was your pick for worst soap, baby girl? Eastenders. Oh, you did. Eastenders. Okay. <laughs> you did. Hands pick. down. <laughs> I I have watched a few episodes of Eastenders. I haven't watched a lot, but I've watched enough to know it's shit. Girl, look, this dude today wrote an article pretty much saying that the reason that EastEnders is crap is because audiences aren't patient enough. The problem isn't the writing or the plotting. It's just we need to be patient enough to wait for the story to get better. (laughs) That's funny. That's like saying Emmerdale will get better once Aaron sleeps with somebody else. Hello. (laughs) I can't. <laughs> and my best choice, which will probably shock nobody, is Coronation Street. Okay. I mean, Hollyoaks was a very close second yep. because they've been doing some really amazing stuff too, but Coronation Street has been consistently making me like characters that I haven't liked before, i.e. Norris and Mary and uh, Grandma and uh, Grandma Nazir Nazim or whatever her last name is Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, like they're making me like Snade now that she's with Daniel and I never particularly liked her as a character herself I kind of liked her when she was with Chesney, but as a character herself, she just seemed kind of boring and bland. And then when she went and got her abortion there, it was just like, hey, 
she has feelings too, you know? <laughs> She's not just coming off as somewhat stupid like her Auntie Beth there. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they, but, you know, and you got, you know, Roy and everybody there and every I I I seriously liked characters on Coronation Street that I haven't liked since I started watching since Kate Oates came on the show. She is a breath of fresh air to this show and I hope she stays for many, many years. Because yes. if she doesn't, I will cry. Or she can move to Hollyoaks and I would not be against that either. <laughs> or she can move back to Emmerdale and make Emmerdale good again. <laughs> We're in complete alignment. I think I, I forgot, but I think I actually tweeted this to you how uh, what a difference a year makes because last year this was completely flipped. We were both you know, confident that EastEnders was the best soap and Coronation Street was the worst. One year later, and it is completely flipped. Kate Oates has worked her magic again. Coronation Street is the best. It has been great since the first week she started. Her slow build storylines are just bubbling into brilliance. Some stories you think they aren't going anywhere, and next thing you well, you don't expect them to <laughs> pop off as quickly yeah. as they do, and then they do. The woman knows soap timing, soap writing, soap production, how to take characters that have been on the back burner, bring them up, give them good story, how to do slow burn stories that have you feeling for people that are in it. She gets to the depth of emotions. I mean, Sally. Some, oh okay, my God. Sally. Somebody sent Sally a fucking heart girl. And I was like, I hated Sally the entire time I watched the show, and I was just like, Whoever did that needs to die. Because it was yeah, so painful. I was just like, dude, uh, uh, that is a terrible thing to do. Something I have never seen on a soap opera. And it's done fantastically. Like, Coronation Street is well-written, funny, surprises are there, characters are rich. I mean, hell, I'm even caring about Ken Barlow, even though I'm glad somebody pushed his ass down the stairs. You know, it's just yeah. like, everything right. Sam. EastEnders is the complete opposite, you know. Um... I just watch certain scenes now. You know, I used to be able to watch every episode of EastEnders and enjoy every minute. Now I'm only watching characters that I care about because everything else is crap and I don't care about everything. And, you know, people are online, you know, showing uh, or linking to, you know, interviews with the producer. And he's talking about things like, you know, uh, the diabetes story of Ian is on par with who shot Phil. And it's just like, dude, like, you know, and no. he's got the nation mad because he's taken a show that was about excitement and fun and entertainment. And is focusing it on things like trash cans, bins. And it's just like, what are you, what are you doing? So I don't, I don't understand the vision. I don't understand the point. It's just, it's just no longer entertaining. And I feel like a soap needs to be entertaining. And entertaining is not, you know, having characters make irrational decisions like Denise quitting her job when she has no other work to stand on. Uh, it's not having mm-hmm. characters whine about bins all the time. You know, it, it, they can do, he can do better. So I don't know. I think he needs to go because, you know, again, this is almost the worst I've seen Easton, the uh, worst shape I've seen. In almost in. 10 years. You know? So yeah, it's just, I remember. It's I remember when EastEnders was kind of cruddy back when I first started watching it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, meh. But it wasn't as bad. The show is kind of, this show is kind of meh. Yeah. I, I kind of don't like it, but I still watched it every day because it was on BBC America right before Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of just watched it, and I was like, ah, it's getting better. 
and then Hollyoaks consistently got worse and then got better and then got worse and then got <laughs> it kind of is like a onward spiral you know when there's a particular producer there because yeah. they either suck really hard and try to make it into the show they were just on <clears throat> and without and <laughs> and then you have somebody who has literally just made one of the best shows ever and left it to do a show that was really lackluster and boring and made it amazing again hmm. and I'm just like you know what please continue because I will continue to watch a show as long as that woman is involved mm-hmm. and probably afterwards too if the person who produces it after her still continues with the good greatness mm-hmm. yes which should have been easy on a show like EastEnders but you know whatever sensibilities you know EastEnders brass thought um, SOC was going to bring to the role of producer it, it's just it's just not working the show is just not working I mean it is the worst British soap right now I mean they're mm-hmm. not up for acting awards for a reason fans online are upset for a reason it is not about patience, you know, and this is a new age. This is not an age where, you know, you have the luxury of asking people to wait a year to warm up to a character before you make changes. No. When people yeah. are upset, you need to do something immediately. And, you know, if they want EastEnders to be up for British Soap again, they're going to need to make some drastic changes. Cause right they're going to need to write Mick Carter better so he can have an acting award. Because yeah. <laughs> The only reason why he wasn't on the list was because he wasn't in all, on it all this year. Right. <laughs> yeah, just a mess, baby. All right, but yes, Breast British Soap, Coronation Street, co-sign Kate Oates needs to keep doing her magic. I want her to run off four soaps. <laughs> She's that good. <laughs> and then that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. She could be the Greg Berlanti of soaps. <laughs> she can run them out. <laughs> Shuts. All right, so with that, I will say I am at... Brother So. And I'm at Lindsay Amanda. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, I will just sing us out with the most wonderful time of the year. Set your DVRs because June 3rd is almost here. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, you guys. <laughs>